Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC Light Program. Ladies and gentlemen, The Goon Show. something to you, Wallace. No, but I'd like to do something to that music. <laughs> what? You realize, of course, you're talking of Peter Sellers, the world's greatest outdoor pianist. Did you hear that build-up I give you, Mr. Sellers? I say, <laughs> don't tell me you're down to that in motor cars. <laughs> no, I've just ordered a new Super Splon reversal Cinepod 12-horsepower convertible. <laughs> I was only making that noise until it arrived. <laughs> Then it can do it for me. <laughs> How jolly for you, Fred Sellers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, if you'll kindly stop sticking pins in that clay model of Lou Grade, we'll pursue to the hern, hern, and the hern. This week, the play is entitled... what it was now. <laughs> allow me, allow me, you silly little nits. We present, we present the flea. The flea. The flea. The year, 1665. 1665? Good heavens, I must hurry. I'll miss my bus. <laughs> Third of December, 1665. Did rise betimes. Finding much snow without, he'd put on my belly binder on warm knees. <laughs> Sported thereafter with Mrs. Fitzsimmons. And did hie me later to Ward's Coffee House to break my fast. <laughs> Oh, good morrow, Master Peeps. Cappuccino? No. <laughs> Just coffee, Daisy. Black or white? White, with a dash of milk. <laughs> you tease. <laughs> now, with whom can I make gossip this chilly morn? I see nobody, though, and nobody sees me. What a coincidence, egad. He spawned, to be sure. Hern, hern. I did a lee, needle on a loose, sprint, span, splon, ying, tong, and dive, oh, remember, you've got to go, ow! How very interesting that was I'm sorry I didn't see you standing in that coffee pot I know, we had the lid down We? Where's your friend? He's up the spout He'll try to go out He can't He's just been out Yes, it's all the rage Now, um, have these two seats been taken? No, they're still here (laughs) (laughs) 
A Charlie. What, I was only nearly saying that the other day. <laughs> this is my friend, Count Jim Thighs Moriarty. A German diplomat is always welcome in England. What? Sapristinokos, hear the insult. You insult me, a Frenchman. We're spite of you. Honor is satisfied. And so am I. Sir, you will excuse this steaming gall. He is uh, given to short temper as he has no lodgings for the night. Sir, I can't see a French count sleeping in the street. Of course not. I've got up now. Oh. Oh. He's just been out again. <laughs> I should not accommodate you for the night, but we accept. I second that. Mariotti, go and pack the jam. Oh, kids. I am going to go now. Did return home with the two gentlemen. Did not sport with Mrs. Fitzsimmons, owing to the cold weather and the presence of the French count and his manager, who occupied my second best bed. You, you heard that nice gentleman, Moriarty. Put on your second best pajamas. Oh. There he goes again. He never thinks of anything else these days. By the way, Moriarty, did you notice the brass nameplate on our host's store? Yes, I've got it here. You clever. <laughs> you clever little vandal, you. You see what it says? Samuel Pepys, secretary to the Navy. We couldn't have picked a better Charlie for our plan. Stop wasting nuggets! If it works, we'll get rich beyond the dreams of all win. Oh, the money, the moolah, the grisby. Oh, 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 oh. He's going to have one of his turns again. Is he? Yes. I'd better go then. He's gone. Yes. Now, where's Francois the flea? Francois the flea is inside my sock. He likes to travel on foot. <laughs> now, Moriarty, are you sure this flea is reliable? Reliable? Mon rippers. <laughs> this flea has bitten all the crown heads of Europe. And sometimes lower than that. <laughs> You mean that this flea has royal blood? Oui, oui. In that case, he might be fussy. We shall have to blindfold him. He must never know who he's biting. Let's have a look at him. I'll just unchain him. Voila! Hmm. Let's see him jump. At Francois. Hop! Steady, steady. Save your energy, boy. Save it. Steady, steady. Whoa. I see he favors the western role. Ah. Action, Moriarty. Chain him to your nightshirt. Right. Uh, now, during the night, on a given signal, Francois will bite you. Oh, I'm too young. <laughs> Moriarty, the reward will be great. He'll be able to retire Francois to stud on a dog of his own. He'll be able to go... Oh. Thank you. <laughs> now, off you go to Ninibais while I strum Max Gildry. Oh, Max... <laughs>
Thank you. And now... <laughs> my Screaming gifts. Oh. Mr. Peeps, the Count Jim Thighs Moriarty has been bitten by one of your English fleas. Yes, this means war. A physic on your. There are no fleas in my house. No, Moriarty, bend down and show the gentleman the bites. <laughs> Dulcis, this bedding is flea free. It's burnt twice a day. Oh, then what's this on the sheet? Let me see. Siberian Railways. Proof positive. No wonder there's fleas. Master Peeps, I must warn you. Anything you take down will be uprooted, replanted at Trafalgar Square, and used in evidence against you. Fifth of December. Did sport with Mrs. Fitzsimmons, and then to the law courts. (laughs) Silence, silence in court. Silence. The court will now rise for the Lord Chief Justice, Jim Spriggs. Be, be seated, please. The case is Count Jim Thies, Moriarty. Minister without underpants versus the British Crown with underpants. Will the plaintiff open the case? My Lord, we claim damages of 40,000 golden crowns. For a savage attack by an English flea residing under the roof of Monsieur Samuel Pipps, secretary to the Navy. Ah. Oh. <laughs> well acted. Now then. <laughs> what is a Navy? A Navy, my lord! It's an army entirely surrounded by water. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now then, what makes you think the British Crown should pay for this flea bite? It was a British flea, my lord. My lord, I object. I move that the flea's nationality be proven before this case proceeds. Agreed. Call the flea. The flea. Jupiter, mate. Is that thing a flea? No, it's an horse, mate. <laughs> a horse? Yeah. Take his hat off. Yeah. You're right, it is a horse. <laughs> Where? Oh, where's the flea? He's on the horse, mate. <laughs> I thought he'd get here quicker that way. You see. I see. Now then, as he's not riding side saddle, I presume he's a male flea. <laughs> so now... Will the flea, will the flea raise his right leg and swear to tell the truth? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, Mr. Peeps, will you please take the, the flea in the palm of your right hand and see if you can identify him? My lord! I can honestly say I have never seen this flea before in my life. I claim that he is a Suppose they discover Francois is French. Impossible. I destroyed his passport, I tell you. <laughs> Silence. It is the opinion of this court that the flea will, be, will remain in custody while a description of him is circulated to Interpol. Dear listeners, 
I spring forward at this moment to mention to those of you who have not been in Jug on the continent that Interpol is an international organization of policemen. I do hope you find these little snippets of information helpful. <laughs> if they are, then my job has been well worthwhile. Continue, and now, please. the flea part two, in which Moriarty and Grip Pipe hire them to a flea circus with a plan. See the greatest flea circus on earth. Everyone, man, pick buddy. Come and see War and Peace done by a cast of fleas. Roll up. Flea dialogue with human subtitles. Roll up. Roll up, you people. Here Did you hear that, Moriarty? A flea circus. Yes, let's go and buy one quickly. Buy one? What do you think I brought this dog along for? Explain to me and the listeners. We're going to look for a British flea with exactly the same markings as Francois. And then we change them over. There goes the plot, listeners. Come, let's go in, Rika. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the hero of tonight's performance of War and Peace is the wonderfully star of knee, thigh, and chest. <laughs> who has just returned from a highly successful tour of Mrs. Fitzsimmons. <laughs> Here he is, little Jim. Moriarty, hand me those lorgnettes. What luck! Little Jim is the living image of Francois, even to the scar on his chin. What now? After the performance, we take this shaggy dog backstage. No flea could resist a ride on a dog like this. Your right. Excuse me, please. Excuse me, just a moment. Excuse me, please. Ladies and gentlemen, at this stage, the BBC are concerned about the possibility of this show causing listeners some um, irritation. I should like to state, therefore, that there are no real fleas taking part in this program. The parts of all the fleas are taken by small grasshoppers painted black. Are you done? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> December the 6th. Did sport with Mrs. Fitzsimmons. Oh. <laughs> and being suspicious of Griffith Thin, I did place two stalwart guards outside the accused flea's cell in Newgate Prison. Have you ever guided a flea before, Echo? No. This is the first big job I heard. Just a minute. Hoy! That made him jump. Did you hear that? You're a naughty, cruel thing, Echo. You should not do that. You may have fleas of your own one day. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Bottle. Lance Corporal Bottle, did you? 
curry launch couple bottle to you. I didn't, I didn't wear a thing the cupboard attention. Oh. Christine. It hurts. Thanks. I will teach this not a man a lesson. Okay. Yeah. Raise right leg. Okay. Now raise left leg. Right. Is it that you got three legs, Echo? Or the fourth one fell off. Safe to take his leg shackles off. Do not worry, Eccles. I will keep him covered with his flea powder. Oh, uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll run the flea around the yard on his lead. Oh, oh, Teddy, whoa! Whoa, stop, Teddy! Whoa, steady, steady now! Whoa, whoa! Whoa, whoa! Hey, Eccles, don't let him come near me! I don't want to be batted. I'm an East Finchley top boy, and there are no fleas in East Finchley. <laughs> Listeners, we should like to reassure you once again that at no stage in this drama do genuine fleas take part. Before commencing it, all actors were searched by John Snag. <laughs> to allow you to relax, here is Ray Ellington and his DDT quartet. <laughs> Something to me, something that simply mystifies me. Tell me, why should it be? You have the power to hypnotize me. Let me live beneath your spell. You do that, voodoo, that do do so well. You do. Something to me that nobody else can do. Something 
to me Something that simply mystifies me Tell me Why should it be You have the power to hypnotize me Let me live neath your spell You would do that voodoo that you do so well You do something to me When you do that voodoo That voodoo that you do <laughs> so much for humor. Well, now. <laughs> December the Splum did sport with Mrs. Fitzsimmons. <laughs> Suddenly! Captain, Mr. Peter. Hello, Mrs. Fitzsimmons. <laughs> Captain, two men crept up on us from behind and overpowered us with a quarter of Pontefract cakes. <laughs> they nearly had you on the run. Then, thinking that I had a thing, thinking that I had made us unconscious with the deaded frontal frakes, they switched fleas and made up with our one. Hello, Mrs. Pitzman. So, if money on his flea was a foreigner, we must stop it in the country or the crown will lose the case. To the military! To the military! Oh, you caught me out then, lad. You did. Oh, get out the back, Mrs. Fitzsimmons, dear. Oh, come in. Oh, Mr. Butler. Oh, hello, Mrs. Fitzsimmons. <laughs> Any signs of these men with the fugitive flea? No, no, no. It's not good enough, Major. What? Are young men reliable? My men reliable? My Captain Carruthers, tell him. Ah, uh, well, uh, they are, uh, uh, hard men, sir. Uh, you see, uh, well, uh, I, 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 I suppose they are, well, um, you, uh, Does that answer your question? I can't remember the question. Really. <laughs> Neither can I. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me a moment, Major. What? It retired to adjacent room where it briefly sport with Mrs. Fitzsimmons. <laughs> oh, not again. <clears throat> well, 
Major Bloodnock. We suspect that the foreign flea might be an exact replica of the flea I've got in this horse box. Oh, what cunning. Uh, excuse me, Major. A company of my Highlanders have caught two men trying to slip past on a banana skin. Bring them in, McGregor. get in a Scottish regiment. He lied about his age. <laughs> come on. Oh, come on, you two. Come, come on. Come on. Get it. Stop pushing us. Don't push. Ah, oh, steaming. Uh, get up. Take your filthy hand off my filthy neck. <laughs> Make one false step and I'll report you to Victor Sylvester. Oh. That's him. I recognize him by his... Oh. Where's that French flea? Outside on a sheepdog. Forty long-haired sheepdogs. Which one is he on? I'll soon find him in a military way. Dogs from the right number. That's the one, that's the one. Search him. Now into the dustbin with him. Got him. I've got the plea in there. Oh, got him there. Well, good folks. <laughs> this is the end of your nefarious career. Yes, and yours. What do you mean? <laughs> Mr. Peeps, we've found a diary. Let me read you a sample extract. December the 3rd, whilst the king was away... Did sport madly with Nell Gwynn. Oh, come, chaps, you're joking. <laughs> Let's forget everything, eh? Let's go all together. <laughs> yes, for £1,000. Oh! He's just been now. Oh! £1,000. That was The Goon Show, a BBC recorded programme featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacombe and Spike Minigan with the Reddington Quartet, Max Gelbray and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Minigan and Larry Stevens. Announcer Wallace Greenslade. The programme produced by Pat Dixon. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.